Hey, Zero, episode eight from New York City. Hey, you know, I got no headphones. I left them on a plane because I leave things on planes. So if you get a little bit of echo, I apologize in advance. My name is Brandon Davis. I'm your host today. We're working through a lot of MC news. We got Aaron Perrine in the virtual building. Hey, I'm walking here. What's going on? That's what happened. I went to go get coffee this morning. That's exactly what happened. It's just as soon as you arrive in New York. Uh, Jenna Anderson is here. Hey, everybody. I half expected you'd be to just be like Gabagool at some point. I, was, I wasn't sure how far you were going to go with it. <laughs> Jamie Girac is here. Start spreading the news. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, but it's going to be that kind of day. Whatever. We're having fun. Uh, I'm up in New York. I went to the Batman premiere last night. The movie is very good. Have you guys who have any of you? Jenny, you saw Batman, right? I've seen it twice. I, I watched it again last night at the IMAX thing. And what'd you think of it? Oh, I, I loved it. I was going to plug it at the end of the show. I, I'm so ready to not shut up about this movie for the foreseeable future. I, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I, I, uh, I definitely... I, I want to talk to you about it. Um, mm-hmm. I know this is a Marvel show and yeah. Aaron and Jamie have not yet seen it. So we have to save some of it. So if you guys want to talk with us about it, go to Twitter and uh, Jamie and Aaron will be seeing the Batman this weekend. I'm sure. So we can all share our thoughts. It might be a uh, Marvel show here, but we, we kind of just watch all of it too. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're not even allowed to talk about it here. Maybe we're already in trouble. I don't know who would get us in trouble, but whatever. Uh, we, it is moon night month. I know it's Batman. Uh, and Moon Knight, they're pretty much the same thing. They're both <laughs> happening this this month. Don't let Jim Viscardi know I said that. They're not the same thing. I'm just kidding. Don't clip that. Take it. It's a joke. It's a joke, all right? <laughs> one's Marvel and one's DC. It's their difference. Um, I'm also joking there. I just, I'm, I'm, I, look what happens. You send me up north and all hell breaks loose. Uh, but we also just have a lot of MCU news to talk about today. So I feel like maybe... We should just get to that. First of all, Marvel's Netflix shows are coming to Disney Plus officially. And I'm pretty sure this is like universally, right? This is almost like it's in the U.S. now. Last week mm-hmm. it was just some territories. Now it's pretty much everywhere, I think. I think so. Yeah. Okay. If, sorry, if it's not, um, I'm sure the comment section will let us know. Um, but I do think Disney Plus is getting that means Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage and the Defenders are all going to be available on Disney Plus on March 16th. I think the obvious question here is, are they going to censor it? Because a lot of international um, territories have the hot star section where you can restrict adult content. There is nothing on Disney Plus, at least nothing that's coming to my mind. Some of the X-Men movies use the F word. But that's about it. There's nothing R-rated. There's nothing above PG-13 in any of the tabs on Disney Plus that I can think of. These are certainly not your kid-friendly Marvel characters. I'll be I'll be disappointed if <laughs> things get removed. I mean, I also think you cut the run times of these shows to about a third if you remove all the adult <laughs> content. So, do you guys like? <laughs> they did. They did say that they were adding like parental controls. Like they they don't exist on Disney Plus now. But like when the shows get added, you can like you're kind of like defaulted to have to make parental controls set up. So luckily, then little children are not going to see you know Kingpin killing a guy with a car door and stuff because it's like yeah you can't you cannot censor these shows at all. Uh, what's the point if I don't get to watch Luke and Jessica do their thing? You know yeah. What I'm yeah, they broke the they broke the house down. <laughs> like yeah. that's not what's the point. That would be ridiculous. No, yeah. The parental controls exist for a reason. Every other platform survives. It's yeah. 
I think so. I think it's true. And I've said this on the show before, but every time Disney does something where they like push it or allow something to exist, we're all like, oh, I can't believe Disney did something so adult. But it's like <laughs> they do every once in a while, throw some stuff out there and they let it, they let it. In. So I think, yeah, I didn't know about the parental control thing. That was news to me. Um, I haven't, I haven't dove in there yet. So that's good. That's good to know. It sounds like they're just going to exist as is Adam Barnhart, resident daredevil stand, best friend of Charlie Cox, and, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, believes that the Marvel Studios should just pick up all of these where they left off. Does that everybody agree with that? Yes. I think, I think before, like before they were moving to Disney plus, I could have made the argument for like, you can just make them variants. You can tell a different story, but use the same actors. But like having them under the Disney plus umbrella basically tells me like, they know people like the way that these stories were told the first time around. I don't understand why you would go to great lengths to reboot them to then tell something similar. So I think now that they're all under the same umbrella, it's, it's, going to be candid in one way or another we're just going to tell stories that we wouldn't have seen on the netflix shows there, there is one thing though like you can't get all these people back to replace it exactly the way like the way it was like as a, a, a animation fan there is nothing <laughs> worse than mm-hmm. you know if the fans support it enough We'll bring it back for another season. And then you look up and all the storyboard artists and voice actors have two other projects in the pipeline that prevent us from getting season three or season four or whatever. I I hear an audible, audible sigh from all the Teen Titans fans out there and the like. So it would be nice. But I I mean, unless everybody's just going to drop whatever they're doing, like. Charlie Cox is going to blow a magical conch and everybody's going to throw <laughs> down what they're doing and run straight back to Atlanta to film more Daredevil. I don't know what's going to happen, you know? I, I really don't see them continuing these shows. Maybe Daredevil because it's the one that people are campaigning for. I mean, if you recall, a lot of those shows kind of teetered, uh, you know, not all of them. But some of them. And uh, I, I would like to see, like, you know, some of the casts come back and everything. But I really don't see them be like, we're, we're continuing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, from, partly from what Aaron said and partly because uh, they, we say we want it. But do we really want it? <laughs> um, like, I'm really stoked. Obviously, I'm all here for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. portion of this news. But I'm not, I don't want more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> It was, I want some of those actors to come back and to be around, but I don't want an eighth season of that. That's the shows need to end sometimes. Mm. Unless they're lost, in which case, just come back. (laughs) Um, But no, I agree. I think, I don't think, I don't see, like, based on the fact that we already had Kingpin come in and he just seemed so different, like, that didn't, that didn't, like, sure, he acted it the same way. But this kingpin was his skin was made of Kevlar. Like, was was he bulletproof on the Netflix shows? Like, could he? Jenna, go ahead. But also, it's been like six years between when Daredevil ended. When you take into account, what, the he just drinks some milk. I don't. He just has strong bones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on the dole from Big Dairy. What? How dare you? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I. It, I, I see. I think that they are going to they could just play it fast and loose and say, like, well, if you know the Netflix shows, you might appreciate these references. If you don't watch them, well, they're not the Netflix shows anymore. They're the Disney yeah. Plus shows. Uh, but if you know, like the Marvel TV shows before they were under Marvel Studios, you'll get some Easter eggs. You'll get some references and fulfillment. But also maybe they're just maybe they're variants and 
they have similar stories for the Marvel Studios versions. And I, I think Jamie's right. I think that we're But who knows? Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong, and I'm sure everybody will remind me if I am. I think time will tell based on where in the Disney Plus tab they are. So here's the here's the only way that doesn't reveal this to us is if they just make like a um, adult-oriented tab or like some whatever that's called, however they phrase it, and they put it there instead of like because what if they put these in like phase one and phase two and phase three? Then we're like, oh damn, that is that's in there. But if they just play it safe and pull like a well less family-friendly tab, and that's where all the defenders are, it's like, well, you didn't answer our questions. All right, great. Great. We got to wait for She-Hulk to find out more. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on. All right. Well, so in news this week, the Doctor Strange Funko Pops came out um, and we kind of got to see all of the characters that will be in that, including a new character who has not been in the trailers or in any of the marketing thus far. There's a character by the name of Sarah, who is a black woman in like a purple magical outfit, kind of like the the sorcerers, you, you, like the sorcerers where people are kind of trying to figure out who she's going to be because we haven't seen her in the marketing and she must be significant enough in the movie to warrant a pop figure, even though we have no idea who this person is. Um, so people think she could be Sarah Wolf, who is a magic adjacent character who once served as Stephen Strange's secretary and was also a love interest for Wong. And then her great grandfather was a shaman, but she was not a magic master herself, but she was kind of tied to that. They could find a way to kind of make that work within the MCU. And then there's also Sarah Mordo, who is Carl Mordo's mom and she practiced magic and we might just be building out Mordo's like family in that sort of way. She also wears purple in the comics. So there's a chance that that could be her. What do y'all think? Cause it's kind of, it's so weird. We always kind of get this of like, here's a random character revealed in a, in a toy thing, but it feels like it hasn't happened in a while. And especially for something this big. So like, what do y'all think? How do you think she could fit into the movie? If we're going based on one of these two options, I'd rather see Wong get a love interest. Mm -hmm. My boy Wong deserves to thrive, even <laughs> though when stuff gets crazy, he's just like, y'all crazy, I'm out. Like, <laughs> y'all yeah. like, did, did thing, but I'm going to just go chilling over here, buck and a half uh, for a sandwich here. Uh, but I also think Carl Mordo, it, I, I'm hoping to see Baron Mordo be like a really big part of this one because I love the Strange and Mordo rivalry. And I, it's it's hard to imagine based on last time we saw like in, in the Doctor Strange post credit scene, Mordo was last seen going around consuming wizards powers to try to make himself more powerful. And it seems like we might just be getting away from that mm -hmm. because I think plans have changed, but maybe we're not. I hope I want to see that story factor in, but it seems like we're going to end up seeing like the strange Supreme from what if, or like whatever version of that we're going to see that was doing what Mordo was doing. But if Mordo is going bad and getting too powerful and developing a rivalry with strange, like, Maybe his mom will be like the the moral compass for him in the film, and that could be fun too. Um, it's so hard when you get these weird leaks out of context—not even a leak, but just like product stuff out of context. Because there's no way we're gonna know. This has big, big, big dotty in mm. Wandavision energy, where we're just gonna be guessing and guessing at it forever. Still hoping to see her in this movie too, um, <laughs> if 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 at all possible. I think it's probably, I think I'm on the other side. I think it's going to be Sarah Mordo. Like, I could totally see one of those weird Marvel levity in a moment that's kind of serious moments where, like, the part where they're fighting and then he cuts the handcuffs in half on Strange and then she just comes in like, both of you, uh, chill. <laughs> like, total mom breaking up the fight between you two toddlers. 
so that the adults can talk. So her and Patrick Stewart can have tea and talk this out before you tear the universe further apart. So that that would be my thing. I, that's why I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Jamie Girac way. Yeah. I love it. I do like the idea of Wong getting a girl, though. Can you, can yeah. you at least support Wong finding love? Yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. The man deserves. Also, Jim is in the comments, and like I need to point this out too because it drove me crazy. There's one pop of Strange where he is like clean shaven, and it is even in Funko form, which is like so simple. It is the most unsettling thing ever. Like it doesn't feel right at all. It just feels like he's way too smooth in in that Funko pop, and I'm already dreading seeing him clean shaven in the movie because it doesn't it doesn't fit. <laughs> then you're just then it's just Benadryl cucumber snatch. <laughs> it's just not even not even Doctor Strange anymore. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just think of things and I just have to put them in the show. I don't know why they allow me to do this still. <sighs> let's let's keep it going here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one, one last thing. We're all not going to be satisfied until they give Wong his own like um, lip sync battle karaoke <laughs> style thing on Disney Plus with all the actors popping in to do that. Uh, so we got Patrick Stewart also still trying to dodge raindrops about these uh, Doctor Strange 2 rumors. He talked to Jake Hamilton about like the the trailer and the speculation. And basically he's just given up on trying to keep the secrets or deny or uh, like sort of substantiate any of it. He said, Professor X would be extraordinarily cautious and watchful and perhaps feel a little insecure because there is something that is potentially dangerous about this man. I think that would put Professor Xavier on guard. And then he's like, I actually didn't recognize my own voice. It sounded different. Whether I had a cold or something at the time, I don't know. He like laughed. And then I was astonished. And all they saw was the back of my shoulder. And I think my earlobe, nothing else. That there would be so many connections made. But it pleased me to see the reactions. So we got, you know, all of us who do theories remarking on the shape of his head and getting into some weird, uh, you know, rhetorical waters, trying to figure out if this is really Professor X. But it seems like he's just given up because he got asked last week, what about, is that your voice? And he's like, who's Dr. Strange? And we've gotten from who's Dr. Strange to, yeah, that was the back of my head in a week. That's only took one week. I don't understand any of this in terms of like that was Patrick Stewart in that yeah. trailer. Yeah. I mean, there's no, like, we know that I, I it's just, that's his voice that that was him. And I, so I don't really understand why they're like trying to be coy, but it's not like it was a leak. You put it in the trailer guys. Uh, why are we like, it, this is fun. And I like watching Patrick Stewart play the Garfield game. Uh, Cause <laughs> I adore Patrick Stewart and it's fun. This whole thing is enjoyable but it's also weird i don't get why they're doing it this way when it's like what was their purpose then uh, they just try to drive us like make us think we're crazy <laughs> this is the madness <laughs> this man has gone from andrew garfield to alfred molina in the span of like a week he has gone from like oh that's not me it's a photoshop that's not me at all so now it's like oh yeah screw your nda i am gonna basically admit that this is me so it's like now even more confusing again i am treading when we get to secret wars and Anyone who has ever even been in the background of a Marvel movie is going to have to play this game and the three-dimensional chess is just going to be wild if it's already at this point where Patrick Stewart is having to make comments like this. It's going to be insane. 
I, I think it's hilarious that it happened so fast. Like he's just like, he's just at that point. It's interesting, but great job by Jake Hamilton. I'm, a, I'm friends with Jake. I want to shout him out uh, by getting that bit. He texts me immediately after the interview. He's like, dude, I think I just got Patrick Stewart to confirm. And I was like, dude, we know it's him, but I'm happy for you. Like, Let's see the clip. Uh, and so naturally, good job, Jake. That has gone everywhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, do you think, you think, you think, uh, Sir Pat Stu's uh, Charles survives this movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> Chance, right? Like, no. He's like, I, I don't, him and Coulson are really in a rivalry for who's <laughs> dying more. I mean, my God. That is also incredibly on brand for Charles Xavier, for like comic canon Charles Xavier to just constantly be dying in every available opportunity. So I'm like, it has to happen in this. He is not long for this world. We also had such a perfect death in Logan that like, just give me something that is completely different in this movie, but also kill him off. I, I want to say in before he tries to break Tony Stark's record in what if season two of getting killed every episode. He would get killed every episode of what if season two. Oh my God. I'm saying it now. Mm-hmm. I, my, one of my favorite scenes from all the X-Men movies, I'm, I, it's no secret, I love X-Men Days of Future Past. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that that is, if you think that movie's bad, I am not want to tell you your opinion's wrong, but you're wrong on that one. Uh, so the, the, the scene where McAvoy and Stewart are talking to the, like themselves, basically, they're Adam projecting it. And I think it's McAvoy who's like, I don't want your pain. I don't want your future. I don't want your suffering. And I think that's a really powerful scene. It's in every trailer. And I think that I want to see a version of that. I think that you can have the same kind of cool emotional moment and build and also a huge revelation because this Professor X has probably seen so much ish in the multiverse that he can explain to Wanda the paths that she can go down and who she really is like in the multiverse and how she might be related to Magneto. And she could be like, I don't want it. I don't want to like something like that. Like that. I think there, that there could be a cool sequence because I don't think we're going to get Magneto in this movie, but I think there could be a really cool sequence with professor X and Wanda. And, and we find out about mutants and it could be a really powerful revealing scene, but also super emotional. And I'm here for that, but I didn't write the movie. I should have, but I Anyway. Oh, gosh. What's next? Um, oh, you guys, Secret Invasion just keeps casting people that I'm excited about. Uh, and the latest is Dermot Moroni. Uh, and I need all of you listening to know that your host, Brandon Davis, <laughs> the f- one thing he put under Dermot, Dermot's name is Jessica Day's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He, yes. This man was in eight episodes of New Girls. But he has and over they were yeah, he's good on that show. But he has over 130 acting credits to his name. Wow. Uh, most notably, in my for me, in. my best friend's wedding, The Family Stone. He's a rom-com maven, and he's playing the president. I think this is a perfect role for him because he's very much got that uh, attitude. Also, a fun fact about him that you might not know is that he played the cello on the Rogue One soundtrack. What? Yeah, wow. isn't that wild? Um, yeah, he's a he's a, a man of multitude, and uh, uh, I'm excited that he's going to be uh, in Secret Invasion. And I don't know, we haven't had a president in a while. I don't know who's been running uh, uh, the MCU's America. Um, what a job that would be! I know. Uh, you know, we had uh, Alice, who was in Iron Man three, and in a couple episodes of Agents of Shield. Uh, but what do you guys think that this might mean for the future? Because um, I, I believe that he was seen in with Rhodey. So could this be? An, we might be seeing him in Armor Wars. What do you guys think? That man is a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it now. 
the president Shoot. of the United States is fully a scroll. Yeah. Right. I, oh, I was excited at the idea of like getting a somewhat recurring president character who could like play into armor wars and play into secret invasion. But now I'm like, yeah, he's probably a scroll. He's not. He's not long for this world. <laughs> that's a bummer. But I'm excited that it's him. Like that. That's a very cool get. And I agree. He has big president energy for the, the thing, MCU. The, if he is a scroll, you could still have Dermot Mulroney in armor wars and in the future yeah. of the MCU. You just got to get the scroll out and then put the real guy, the real President Ritson. As this new this newspaper points out, we I want to point out comicbook.com squeezed three articles out of this one Instagram post. So I gotta shout out the editorial team for getting the traffic there. One was about the president, one was about Rhodey being in it, and one was about the the, the Rogers the musical tag saying it was a Hawkeye connection. So props to the editorial team for keeping the lights on and getting the bills paid and making three articles out of that one Instagram post. I will only substantiate this scroll theory if they open a closet or whatever, wherever they hid the real president and it's Dylan McDermott. The only way it can work. You got me if that happens. Oh, man. Well, we'll find out uh, whenever, who knows when Secret Invasion is coming. Uh, presumably not this year, I think. But I don't know, maybe, it, I don't think it's this year. Maybe it's- I think... We started this year thinking that, and then it yeah. seems like a no, which is a yeah. bummer because yeah. it's one of my tops. We only have so many weeks left in the year for all of the shows. <laughs> it's already that are March. To come out. Exactly. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> two year pandemic anniversary, everybody. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my God. Two years ago, we were all like, <laughs> is this going to affect us? <laughs> are we going to have to stay home? Oh my God. Here we are. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, all right. Andrew Garfield says he has no plans to play Spider-Man again. Quote to Variety. No plans. That's the truth. Everyone's going to call me a liar for the rest of my life. I'm the boy who cried wolf. Andrew, you're a liar. I think you're in Morbius. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I mean, this is obviously like, come on. Like, maybe he's telling the truth in a sense of like the paperwork hasn't been signed yet. But, like, he's going to play Spider-Man again. They all are. There's no way if – I mean, there is a way, obviously, but I not in my head headcanon that they don't all play Spider-Man again. Sony has its Avengers now. Like, on, making Spider-Man ensembles is Prince money. So no matter how big the dump truck is, back it into <laughs> Garfield's driveway, back it into Toby's driveway, back it into Holland's driveway, dump all the cash out, get them back – and uh, get them as paid as they should be to be in these things. And I think Andrew Garfield's going to play Spider-Man again. I think we're going to see a whole Spider-Man universe from Sony with Andrew Garfield as the Spider-Man. There's too much money. <laughs> yeah. There's I have mixed things. feelings about it. Go, Jay. Oh. Go. No. 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 Yeah, Jay, go. Tell us about I, it. I just feel like I don't think that this was a plan for them. I, mm-hmm. I think that they plan to have them cameo or have these big roles in no way home and now that the internet's like losing their minds and all of a sudden having this resurgence for andrew that they want it and there's a chance it could happen but if if it is happening i don't think they're deep enough into it i would be surprised if he showed up morbius i could be wrong i've been wrong before and and also i'm sorry but andrew garfield he's an oscar nominee he's got mm-hmm. like he's got a career like of like things that not that you know what I mean. Um, Jamie I'm sure he has is just said that Marvel movies are not cinema. 
That's, that's what okay. I said. That's exactly what I said. And you know what? You can quote me on it um, because uh, uh, I hate Marvel. I do this podcast. I get up an hour early to do this podcast uh, just to come in here and tell you all that you all are wasting your life. Jamie has, has the Irishman tattooed on her shoulder. <laughs> she covers the Scarlet Witch tattoo yeah. with the Irishman. It's it's oh it's. <laughs> <laughs> wow unbelievable Ooh, lord i personally i do i think you're right though i don't think this was the plan i think you made a good point that nobody has really uh pointed out yet or at least i haven't heard it that i don't think this was the plan but i do think that no way home was such a hit and the response to andrew garfield was so insane that they i'm sure sony is just like Talk, they're calling Andrew's agent every day saying, what's he doing today? Can he film something? Can he film something? Can we start? We, we'll write it as we go. Let's just start filming. Uh, and I do think, he, I think Morbius has a really crazy post-credit scene. And I'm, I won't be surprised if it has Andrew Garfield in it, but I do know it's going to have a good post-credit scene. Yeah. I, um, I agree with what Jamie said, though. It's like Andrew Garfield as a actor is only going to get busier. So it is this thing of, even if he's not necessarily in a Spider-Man movie every year or 18 months or whatever. It's like, we probably are going to see more of him. Like we know we're seeing him in Toby. We know if we eventually build the secret wars, they are going to probably play a huge part in that. So it is this thing of like, I, I still expect him to come back. It just won't be as fully fledged as it probably could be because it's like, yeah, he, he has so much going on right now. Jamie, just like all of us, you go mark out when they announce the amazing Spider-Man 3, Turn Out the Dark, and it's him <laughs> singing for two hours. We're going to be in on it, right? Yeah, look at Jamie. She can't even handle You know it. I saw that on Broadway when it came out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know I, I went to New it. York specifically to see that. And, I'm uh, jealous. I've, uh, oh, my God. If that happened, I, that's actually a beautiful idea. I'm, I'm a Marvel fan again. I, I hate Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Oh my god! All right. Uh, well, now we got to talk about Jenna and Jamie's favorite topic of the day: the fact that there has been a new Morbius trailer released. Uh, the final trailer for the movie dropped on Monday morning. We wanted the Thor trailer. We got Morbius. Um, and I, listen, I stand by it. I think this movie is. It looks good. I don't know if it's going to be good. I like the trailer for this movie. I'm excited to see it. So I'm just. Has, you, has any, of your opinions, <laughs> any opinions changed yet with the final trailer? I laughed at the Lost Boys joke. And uh, that was a positive reaction that I had to it. Baby's out here giving out participation trophies to more <laughs> My, my most positive thing is that like each trailer keeps giving me progressively more Matt Smith. It's like, here's like one crumb of Matt Smith. Here's two crumbs of Matt Smith. Oh, we actually got him like speaking a line of dialogue in this trailer. It was like, Ooh, wow. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, I know I will probably find something positive in this movie. I just don't know what it is yet. I, I don't know. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton, does, Michael Keaton talks quite a bit in this trailer. He seems to be the angel on the shoulder, which is strange. I don't know if this is just a trailer edit to make us think that, but it certainly seems to be a continuation of Adrian Toomes. They're playing fast and loose with the MCU. I think it's a variant because I don't, I don't know. I don't really, I, I don't know. This, that's, uh, we've talked about that a million times on the show. I'm tired of that question. Is it in the MCU? Is it in a different universe that's adjacent to the MCU? Because I know Kofi in the comments will tell me, it's all canon in the multiverse, MCU. And then there's the MCM. 
So anyway, anyway. just tell us. <laughs> I agree. I fully agree. Yeah. If you ask Tyrese, Tyrese yes. If you ask Tony, no. So, <laughs> so that's where we're at. Nobody really knows. I think that they they just know that if they say it's not directly part of the Avengers universe, it's not canon to that universe. It makes less money. Like they just know that. So they so they they know what they're doing. But it's still, like it's they're obviously bringing in Adrian Toomes and Michael Keaton, Vulture. So I don't know, but Vulture seems to be like the angel on the, soul, on the shoulder. He also posted a photo on Instagram this week that he was going to do some more Toomes work. I'm assuming it's just probably ADR or promo work for uh, Morbius. But I don't I don't know what else it could possibly be. Like there's no project on the Marvel release schedule that seems like it would have Michael Keaton going back to work, right? Am I? No. Unless he's the villain, turn off the car. I just I want to <laughs> take a quick side uh, to say that if you guys did not watch his SAG speech this week, to go Google it and watch it because that man is a precious gem, and we need to protect him at all costs. Uh, and it was a beautiful speech, and it was also start. It was funny because he was late because he was in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I just love him so much, and he deserved that award. Dope sick wasn't for me, but he was amazing in it. Okay. Nice. If- if uh, someone in our audience could please Photoshop either Jenna or Jamie's head onto Bart Simpson with the cake that says, at least you tried <laughs> in preparation for the release of this movie, that would be great. Thank y'all. Perfect. <sighs> wow. I'm just happy Michael Keaton is so busy. Like between between this, between being Batman again, like him filming Batgirl this last week made me super happy, like winning SAG Awards. It's like that man is booked and I'm very happy for him. I can't wait to see the energy here when we get like the director on the podcast. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see who wants to do that interview and how y'all talk to him. All right. Maybe I'm gonna, I love I'm it. Gonna, yeah. I had it ranked. Oh, I, I had it ranked just as high as you did, Brandon. We're in this <laughs> together. We are on this trip together, bud. If it's not good, we're both gonna be looking like, oh no. Ah. <laughs> I'll be happy if it's good. I, yeah. I wanna like the vampire movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna talk more about vampires just saying we gotta take a one minute break we're uh we're going crazy today so we're a little bit more about morbius then we're gonna talk about Ironheart and deadpool 3 uh i did talk to ryan reynolds this week so that's all i gotta i gotta hook you with that before the ad break so we'll talk to you in just a minute do want to shout out uh peter who's new to the gang here at comicbook.com who made that photo for today's show which has <laughs> wearing mickey ears blood I, that's how i imagine mickey when uh that's how kevin feige goes when somebody spoils something he puts on <laughs> mickey ears <laughs> never enough <laughs> just watching the chat experience oh, that man. thumbnail was yeah, so Peter's thumbnail getting love in the comments as it should. Oh my uh, god! So, <laughs> this thumbnail in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, what a day we're having in New York. Uh, all right, we're gonna go back to Morbius trailer. Uh, the other thing I really wanted to talk about was Matt Smith. He had some lines. I think this is the first time we've heard Matt Smith talk in any Morbius content. Um, Jamie, are you like a Doctor Who? Is that a, are you a Matt Smith fan? No, I'm not. Nah, it's more of a Jenna thing. Yeah, okay. right. yeah. I'm, I'm on the Matt Smith fan, fan train, I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like Matt Smith. I just yeah. don't watch Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. 
He's not cinema. Um, that's <laughs> I like the crown. <laughs> so, so Vulture, we said, I, I say, is seeming like the angel on on Morbius' shoulder. Matt Smith, as as his name is Milo, I think in the movie, but he's going to be Hunger, I believe, is the, what he's reported to be playing. Um, it was another villain. He seems to be the devil on the shoulder. Hunger, if you're not familiar, just uh, for everybody who might not have read all the Morbius comics, um, is a villain who obsessed with gaining power. Um, that's that's the name hunger right there he could do that by absorbing uh power like there in the comics one of his first bits is like he wants to blow up like a super energy generator and all the scientists with it or he threatens to but secretly he wants to because that's how he gets more power he just absorbs it so he can also turn people into vampires by biting them classic vampire trope gonna come into play so uh it's interesting to see that morbius has like a i mean i in my opinion as a talented cast a story that like it, it looks like it has really cool action sequences. It's going to be dark. It's going to be maybe a little as violent as it could be. I don't know. I, I don't trust the violent, scary stuff after Carnage and Venom. And they said, oh, we're pushing it. And they really did it. Batman pushes it. Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage did not. So we'll see if Morbius can hold up. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for Morbius. Tyrese cracking jokes at the end, um, asking like questions like, what universe are we in? So that's it. Morbius looks good to me. And I think that's all I have to say about it. Cause I'm the only one who cares. <laughs> just for like the next boys for like the next month. BD is just going to be like, Morbius looks good. I think Morbius looks good guys. Like he's going to have to be apologizing for it. Because Do you understand the risk I am taking? Okay. Cause yeah. Morbius might suck. I don't know. And, right. I, and I know that, but, but I think the trailers, the trailers have been enough to make me want to see the movie. And I'll be honest, after I see it, if it's trash, I'll tell you it's trash. If it's good, I'll tell you it's good. I probably won't use the word trash, but but um, I'll be honest to tell you what I think of it. We'll be we'll be we'll be out here talking about more Richard, phase zero. Richard, I'm we excited. Gotta, we gotta get BD a, like a hilarious WrestleMania style intro if it ends up being good. If it ends oh, up being wow. good, dude. Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time Brandon stuck up for Morbius, and then it's going to be Cinema 2022. It's going to be Oscar going to Morbius. Oh, if, it's, God. if it is bad, I'm going to send Brandon one of my Twilight shirts so that he has to admit that Twilight is way better. <laughs> wow. I I just rewatched all the Twilights, so I'm I'm right there with you. My expectations for vampire movies are very specific at this point. So. Listen, I love all genre of vampire movies, uh, so I hope I like this one. <laughs> there you go. Look at you not being Zoe Kravitz. Look at you. Good job. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I watched that interview like seven times. <laughs> That's so 2010. Like, who wants to be a hater? Like, he's so upset. He's like, yo, I worked hard on that. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm gorgeous. How dare you? <laughs> All right, Perfect. we got some we got some Ironheart news. Yeah, so Ironheart has added Lyric Ross, who is best known for appearing in This Is Us, to the cast. Um, they won't say specifically who she's playing, but they said that she is playing Riri's best friend. Um, I was talking with Aaron about this when the casting was initially announced. There's a couple different options for who she could possibly be. My biggest guess is that she could be playing a girl named Natalie, who is like Riri's neighbor. I, I'm very curious how they would adapt her in the comics, if so, because there's a whole thing in the comics about how she dies because of gun violence and then kind of becomes the inspiration for Riri's Jarvis, essentially. Like, she becomes, like, the physical manifestation of her AI. So I could see them maybe doing that and, like, really 
leaning on the emotional more moment of it all or it could just be like she is her very human best best friend who is very alive the entire time and will not have anything bad happen to her <laughs> so that's kind of my hope but um but yeah so th there's that and then the report about her casting also said that anthony ramos is playing the villain i still am on my mindset that he's playing the hood because that would make sense to have him appear in ironheart and then appear in future mcu things as we established so what do y'all think about this new casting and about ramos definitely playing the villain I mean, I would like her to remain alive as well. Uncontroversial statement as it may be. <laughs> uh, I do like enjoy, and I hope we get this at some point because everybody has a person in the chair now. Like every single one of these heroes has someone in a chair and I need all the people in the chair to be together in one of these things <laughs> together because that means we get more Kat Dennings. That means we get more all the all the like supporting cast members need to have a moment in the sun too. So I would I don't want to see her just be like the Jarvis voice inside of Riri's helmet. That would be a little bit rough, um, especially if it goes down like just talking about. And I think we are definitely getting to the point where Anthony Ramos is going to be the hood. His his eventual day of being enshrined on the wheel of evil <laughs> in the phase four section of the wheel of evil, which is still coming to this podcast at some point when I can get to that get Jim to write off all the lumber I'm going to need to build the wheel to evil. <laughs> um, all I know about Anthony Ramos is that we've got another singer in the midst. Yep. But we're getting us one step closer to this musical. We already got the musical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not like that, though. <laughs> what? No! <laughs> I'll take oh. anything but a musical post credit scene at this point, to be honest. Oh, you Ooh. already know that I think you're so wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> And I will say it one more time, it's better than a trailer that's going to be released a week later on the internet. No. 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 I can't agree with you on that. I respect you, but I disagree. Ooh. Oh, All right. oh, gosh. All right. that we <laughs> um, <laughs> Re Ironheart. Uh, I, I'm not, I didn't watch This Is Us. I'm not super familiar with Lyric Raws. But based on the reaction I've seen on people being so excited she was cast, I do think I do hope it's a big role because people were pretty fired up to see her. And I think that that just speaks to her talent and the people she's reaching and impact. And so I think that it'd be cool to um, see her get a big role. I, I, I read the Ironheart, like the first Ironheart comics. And I I'm trying to remember. I had a character. I forget who it was, but I had a character I thought she might be playing, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but I love that first comic. I think it's so good. Um, I don't think we're going to get like the Tony Stark and Pepper Potts and all that kind of stuff in there. Uh, but it would be cool to see Ironheart end up in like a, a leftover hall of armor and kind of like geeking out over the suits and stuff and showing how she's smarter than already than what Tony was and what she can do. So we'll see. But uh, what are Aaron and Jen out here yeah. laughing? I'm like, I'm laughing at Aaron laughing. I, I oh, just want to hear whatever he has I just, to say. I just want to know how much they would have to pay Gwen to show up and oh. remember that she's in something. How yeah. much would you have to pay? <laughs> because she's still around. She could technically be in the background to like help finance this whole I was, thing. We, were, I we weren't in Ironheart. We weren't. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were in the scene with the suits. We Do you were. think she remembers that Uber Eats commercial she did for the I Super know. Bowl? Because oh. I'll never forget it. Slander. The slander. I, saw, I saw a tweet after the Peacemaker finale that was like, you could pay Ezra Miller like a box of fruit snacks and like $5 to appear in the Bat Wheels <laughs> animated show and, and they would absolutely do it. And I feel like Gwyneth is the opposite. Like Gwyneth 
we'll just have to accidentally stumble into an MCU thing in order to be in it again. Like she is not voluntarily <laughs> going to show up again. I don't, I don't think we can. <laughs> They're filming at a farmer's market and she just wanders into frame and it's like, Oh, can you do glide read for us real quick? Do you want some, right. you want some pepper pots? Okay. I, I want to okay. say that I, we, we, we poke fun at her, but I actually, I love her as pepper pots. I love Shakespeare. Love. I think she's a good actor. I really do. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, it's just, she's, it's just fun to poke fun at her, but I do want to say I am a Gwyneth fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to be too mean because I am going to keep making jokes, but I do want it also to be known <laughs> that I like her as a yeah. performance. <laughs> I'm with you. I just think that clip is hilarious it uh, is. from the cooking show. And so it's just when there's a meme, we're going to meme. You know what I mean? Memes uh, going to memes it. You know what I mean? Uh, and as for Anthony Ramos, I think Hood, uh, I want him to play a big part. I think he's super talented. And I think he's a nice guy from the interviews I've watched with him. I've never interviewed him myself. Uh, I have interviewed Dermot Mulroney, Jamie, by the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> his ex-boyfriend. One time for... <laughs> For so Insidious, handsome. Insidious Chapter Three, and I got to dig up that interview because I bet you that was like back in my early days where like I took every every interview I ever did ever. I'd say like, "What superhero <laughs> play?" Um, and I'm pretty sure he said like, ah, "I'd do this or something." I don't remember, but uh, it, it wasn't president of the Marvel Universe. Um, all right, last thing today, uh, the Adam Project, which hits Netflix on March 11th. I love this film. Have any Jamie? You're watching it this week, I think. I um, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, writing. I've been like writing about this. Jamie's book. writing the review, so but I don't long. know. They 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 the review copies are going out later or something. I don't know. This was for the interview purposes that I got to see it. I'm not writing the review. I will. I wrote my Twitter review, my reaction, and I think the Adam Project is brilliant. By the way, and I I just want to say that here because I think the movie is so much fun. It's very much like it has like 80s like Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, ET type of vibes. But it also has like modern, it also has like Star Wars type vibes, but it also has like modern touches and like VFX and all kinds of. I just, need, I just need one moment between Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, and it's going to be my favorite movie. <laughs> just, that's, just, that's all I need. Yeah. I, that movie is going to make people sob. Like it has like goodwill hunting vibes too. Wow. It's so good. It's so good. I love that movie. And um, call me crazy if you don't like it, but I loved it. And I got to talk to Ryan Reynolds about it and uh, Sean Levy. I, but of course, uh, those interviews will be on the comicbook.com YouTube channel next week, uh, closer to the movie's release. But I'm just going to spoil a little bit here for you in advance. Phase Zero exclusive, I guess. Um, but I asked Ryan about Deadpool and he gave the same, you know, write an email to Kevin Feige type thing. But I said, how do you get I said, because Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Uh, is the one who introduced Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, who did Free Guy and now The Adam Project together. So I, of course, found that as my, you know, let me let me transition this, seed this together so I can bring up Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, and I said, you know, how do we get you and Hugh and uh, Sean together for Deadpool 3? Like, can we make that happen? And he's, you know, he said he'd love to. So I'm sure there will be the headline on comicbook.com that, you know, he wants to in one way or another. Uh, but yeah, he gave a, he gave a fun answer about that, how much he'd love to do it. And I also asked Sean Levy um, about getting Hugh and Ryan together. And he, I, I think I said at the free guy jogging, cause I really liked free guy too. I was like, dude, you should do Deadpool three. And then at this one, I was just like, dude, like, have you guys talked about it? Like what's going on? And he was just like, he said he'd love to too. And he also said that his idea for a Marvel movie would be like a Spider-Man that saves money on VFX because as a kid, he used to put his underwear over his own head and say <laughs> that he was Spider-Man. So he thinks they could save some budget dollars there. Uh, but I, uh, you guys all saw Free Guy, right? Not yet. I've been meaning to. Jenna. I was waiting until it was on streaming. So, and now that it is, I'm definitely going to watch it soon. 
I love Free Guy. I love Free Guy, but I th- I like the Adam Project even more. Um, and I'm really excited for. I, I want to talk about the movie so badly. But um, yeah, anyway. So I, I don't really know. Like Sean Lee, also known for Stranger Things. Am I crazy for thinking that that man could helm Deadpool? I, I don't think. I don't see why not. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm not saying. I, I mean, I'm a big Stranger Things fan. I liked Free Guy. He seems like a competent person. I'm sure he yeah. could direct a Deadpool movie. It's not. You know, I don't think. I think Deadpool is. When it comes to Deadpool, the writing is a little more important because it's about the the humor and hitting those beats and stuff. I, I don't think it'd be like the biggest challenge in the world. Uh, I right. think he'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that that happens. I think he does. I, I love him, seeing him and Ryan's work together through two movies. So I'm here for Deadpool 3. Brandon. Uh, yo. Did you ask him about Real Steel 2? <laughs> Man, I had to choose because I had I had the message wrap up one more question. And I, 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 I think I said... Uh, I think my question was like, do you have a plan to get Ryan and Hugh in a movie together? Oh, this is what happened. Actually, this is the scoop. I said, do you have a plan to get Ryan and Hugh together? And could it be Deadpool 3? Like, will you direct it? And he said, uh, he said, I can't say what, but I'll tell you right now, I do have a plan to put Ryan and Hugh in the same movie. That's a paraphrasing. I don't, I haven't listened back to the interview yet, but he has a plan to put Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds in the same film. And I said, oh, it could be Real Steel 2. And I was hoping he'd be like, take it so I can get my one more question and that not be it. But then I was like, awkward pause. Okay. Yeah. To my last question. So I did not hear about real steel too. And that's tragic. Um, I wish that I did. I wasted it by asking him my beginner question of superhero. No. Movies. Wow. Become I, I um, tortured myself this week and I watched uh, X-Men origins Wolverine again. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm just going through the X-Men movies again. Uh, and uh, yeah, let them work together. Please let them let them do something so that I don't have to keep watching that movie to get some kind of fix. <laughs> that's like pure torture. For, for someone that's who hates all- Marvel, you really got a lot of investment because that is the real. <laughs> the last time I, I've seen this movie three times in theaters and right before Dark Phoenix came out, and before Dark Phoenix uh, came out, I watched it and I said to myself, "Great, these movies are done. I never have to watch this ever again." And then Patrick Stewart showed up in that trailer, and I'm like, "I guess I gotta watch that movie again." I don't know why that was how my brain works, but um, I, but I did watch First Class last night, and I stand by it's one of the best movies ever made. Dark Phoenix is like the most harmless, simultaneously forgettable movie I've ever seen in my life. It harmless is the wrong word when talking to me because it offends me more than it offends me more than X Men. Well, Origins is worse, but Dark Phoenix offends me more than uh, any Marvel movies I've ever offended me. Is it because Ty had to use the F word just so randomly and out of place? Is that no? It's because um, they let uh, they said you know what. You know who'd be a good person to make to direct Dark Phoenix? The same guy who wrote X Men: The Last Stand. <laughs> Isn't that a good idea? Let's give him another shot. That's that's how I that's that's why. It, and I'm sorry, but the whole like you're going to use Dark Phoenix's story, and then it's all about how it affects the men in her life. Let a uh-huh. woman direct it. Okay, I, I, I'm not going to go on this rant again about Dark Phoenix, but I do think <laughs> it's the most all offensive. Good Oh, but I also, I also, I, I would, I don't know that I'd love to just <laughs> out of my own curiosity, I guess, because curiosity always kills this cat. But the, the, I remember they did an interview and it was on Real Blend with Jake and Sean uh, O'Connell and Kevin McCarthy. And I think it was Ty. It might have been Simon. But they talked about how they had such a different third act for that film where like 
essentially scrolls had like infiltrated the UN and they had to reshoot the whole thing. And I really, and that, I remember that came out, I think right after, right around the time of Captain Marvel. And I think that they just threw that movie away and reshot mm-hmm. it so that they wouldn't have scrolls. So that Jessica Chastain would have a really weird alien name and they would just play these weird shapeshifters. And it just butchered the film from, from whatever it was going to be. And it never really had a chance once, once Disney bought Fox. I interviewed Jessica for the 355 and I asked her about like Marvel and stuff. And she made a comment that was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to play a character that exists in the comics. And you could like, by the way, she said it, it was like, oh, girl. (laughs) Yo. You blame her. No, not at all. And she's cool. Jessica Chastain is from everything I've seen of her seems like a super cool, like actually cares about this stuff. She was like, a lovely interview. I, it, it, I mean, she was just and so much energy. She was excited. Uh, I wish I liked the movie more. I wanted to like the movie more because of how excited she was about it. I really liked talking to her. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, I guess that, that is going to wrap us up for today's show. Be on the lookout for those interviews. Please be on the lookout for some Batman interviews from the red carpet, uh, which was last night in New York. And uh, I think we're still rolling out some junket interviews from Batman on the comicbook.com YouTube channel. I, I actually I can't say that. Uh, never mind. Uh, I almost said so we have some phase zero plans and uh, there's some cool stuff coming from phase zero uh, that I haven't, I don't think I can announce yet because it's, I don't even think it's official, but it's, it's cool stuff coming. So anyway, yeah, one day everything cool will happen. Um, and uh, Jen, any party words for today's show? Um, just go read some comics. Follow me on Twitter at Hey, it's Jenna Lynn, and go see the Batman this weekend. Like, please go see it. I, I already have my tickets booked to see it again for a third time on Saturday, and I am so excited. So please go see the Batman. Yeah, highly recommend tuning into uh, Comic Book Nation if you're looking for a place to hear some Batman thoughts from some people who know. Uh, that's that's on this same Twitch channel on Fridays. It's also available on all major podcast platforms. So give that a listen after you see it, because I do believe they're probably going to talk full spoilers this Friday. Aaron, any uh, any party words today? Uh, it's at something like Hornet and at the will of the chat. What fish was it, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? My soul uh, left my body when Jason Momoa walked away from me. <laughs> left my body. I was like, man, lesson learned here. Ask the joke question last. But uh, thank you to Jason Momoa for playing along and being a good sport. <laughs> He's a good dude. I wouldn't have done that had I never talked to Jason Momoa before and known He's like a good sport and a chill dude. And I, he laughed. So I feel okay. But I also was like, damn, I didn't get like Aquaman 2 info at all. I just got a good little TikTok clip, which, you know, it is what it is. What kind of fish was it? Jamie, any party words? Laugh. Oh, yeah. party words. Um, you know, follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd, Jamie Cinematics. Um, if you've seen like Batman 10 times already and you're like, what else should I go see in theaters? Uh, I saw Cyrano last weekend and I loved it so much. It's my favorite first time watch of the year so far i can't couldn't tell you the last time i cried so hard during a movie so that is my movie recommendation for you all right there it is all right y'all hit me up at brandon davis pd if you want to talk more over the course of the next week let us know what you think of the batman because uh we're a marvel show but we still like dc believe it or not i know that's insane uh we just don't really <laughs> talk about it here because we, we're marvel i guess so comic book nation this friday phase zero week from today i think we're gonna have some cool moon knight and morbius stuff coming as well so be on the lookout uh, for announcements and that's not what I almost slipped <laughs> so that's just different all right talk to you later